Welcome to episode five of the Holistic Lifestyle Guide podcast. This episode is the foundations of spiritual health. So I have done episodes on physical health and mental health, and this is the third in that series. So we're going to talk about all the things that pertain to your soul or your spirit. And those are two words that are often used interchangeably, but they mean a little bit of a different thing. So I'm going to explain the difference between the spirit and the soul, how I see it. So um, when I talk about the soul, it is about the who you are, not as a human. <laughs> so um, we are souls and so this is going to be something that a lot of people might not, um, they might not really understand because it's a very esoteric thing, a very metaphysical thing. Um, so if it, let's put it this way. If you are religious, you probably don't really believe that we are souls currently. Like I know I grew up as a Catholic and we were kind of taught that when you die, your soul goes to heaven. And like, so currently we would just be a human. But the way that I view spirituality is I think that we, we came here from being a soul and we incarnated into a human body but we will always be a soul. Um, like that's, that's our nature. We're not always going to be human, but we're always going to be a soul. And so the soul is like, you know, a lot of people say that follow your soul or you want to make your soul happy. And that kind of pertains to kind of like your life purpose in a way, like your dreams, the things that like, the things that you feel from the heart, um, things like that. Um, and so then what spirit is to me is the thing that moves you, the thing that fills your soul with life. So it could be passion. It could be love. It could be excitement. It could be um, whatever fills you with joy. And um, so they do kind of, as you can tell, they kind of mean two different things, um, but they are interchangeable when it comes to holistic health because they, because the word spirit and the word soul both pertain to the above us, above the human aspect of us. So if you look at the pyramid, like I've talked about before, the pyramid on the bottom would be the physical body. And then the middle would be the mental or the mind. And that's one step up from the body where it kind of connects the, the three. And then the spirit and the soul are the higher aspects. So, and this is the part that I really like to, I've been focusing on this a lot lately in my business because, I mean, there's a lot of experts out there that talk about physical health. And I never went to school for, I mean, I took some courses on physical health, like, um, um, natural health and holistic health and Ayurveda because I wanted to get uh, a more of a rounded idea of health and those areas of health do focus on the body, mind, and spirit. So I'm not so much into like the 
physical ailments and ways to heal, um, like if you injure yourself, things like that. Um, and that's why I like to focus on the spirit or the soul, because I believe that those, um, they really tie together all three and they make holistic health different from all the other aspects of health, all the other, um, healing modalities. Um, I hope I'm getting across my point, what I'm trying to say here. It's, it's something that I've never actually put into words, um, as I'm speaking, I have written blog posts about all this. And so it's a little bit different as I'm recording this podcast episode to put it into words. I'm, I'm actually basing this episode off of my blog post, but I wanted to kind of go off on a tangent there about the spirit and the soul because sometimes people don't really know, is it body, mind, and spirit, or is it body, mind, and soul? And what do both of those mean? So I just want to give a little, a little overview of how I view those two words. So now I'm going to talk more about, not specifically the words that I'm using, but the essence of what I mean. So that higher level of the human. Um, so once you have all of your physical needs met and you have improved your mental and emotional well-being, then you are ready to work on your spiritual health. But of course, not everyone goes in this order, but I believe it works the best because it's based off of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs that I just mentioned. And I talk about that a lot because I think it makes a lot of sense. So, and like I mentioned about religion, when I talk about spirituality, that can include a religion, but I think spirituality encompasses more than religion. Um, you don't have to follow a, a religion to be spiritual because um, it's, there's there's room for everyone really when it comes to spirituality um and i actually have a website or i have a, a blog on my website about the difference between religion and spirituality i i guess i'll go into that real quick just for a minute here what i think is the difference between religion and spirituality is that religion is mostly given to you usually by your family or by a belief system that you adopt and so you kind of adapt this belief system of guidelines or rules or be or beliefs that you have to um, kind of base your life on. And then on the flip side of that, I think spirituality is something that comes from inside you and something that you can um, form like a personal bond with rather than I think religion is not personal at all. It's more of a, um, you know, you have to learn about the the leader of that religion, whether it be Jesus or Buddha or whatever, learn about their life and how they lived and how they they told people to live. But spirituality, I think, is something that comes from you and something that's personal to you and something that comes from your experiences. A lot of people get into spirituality because they have, maybe they have a near-death experience and they they have a change of heart, like they, they don't want to be a certain religion anymore. They just, they believe something completely different. And so I really think that spirituality is more of a, I don't want to say respected, but more of a, it's got a little bit more integrity, I think, because it gives you control. It gives you more of a, you know, 
it, it's it's there's a word out there that I'm trying to think of and I can't think of it but basically religion is is something that you have to follow and spirituality is something that you create and so I think there's just a little bit more integrity when it comes to that so now I'm going to move along to what the fundamental aspects of a spiritual lifestyle are the foundations of the spiritual aspect. So like I mentioned before, finding your life purpose is a really big part of that. Um, finding and following your life's purpose is, is such a huge part of spiritual health because it's something that a lot of people don't really, um, they don't really think that they're related. Um, but as you will find when you're learning about holistic health, everything is related. So when someone finds their reason for living, it kind of changes everything. All aspects of your health will improve when you know why you are here on this earth. Having a purpose is, you know, what makes people happy. I think there are, there are some studies on this that have proven that people that live their purpose and they're, they're living their passion, they are truly happier than other people. So I strongly suggest that if you have not already, to really dig deep to explore this. It doesn't have to be related to your career, but it usually is. Um, when you do what you love, it doesn't feel like work. At least not nearly as much as work that you hate. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure you've been there. I've been there plenty of times. I've hated most of my jobs. And now that I'm actually doing what I love with my business... It just makes you feel a lot more in touch with the world, more connected to the universe, more like everything makes sense. So finding your life purpose is important. It's very fun to do. It should at, at least at least it should be fun because it's it's diving deep into you and who doesn't want to learn about themselves and you know like answering a bunch of questions to find out what kind of things would be a good a good purpose for you. So some things that you can explore to find your life purpose are things like volunteering. So that way you don't have to commit. If you don't want to work a bunch of jobs, you can just volunteer and then you can get a taste of if something is a good idea for you. You can also take courses and that's something that's really easy to do nowadays because with the internet and so many online courses, you can literally go on Udemy and find, even there's a lot of free courses on there um, to take to find out what your life purpose is. Um, so you can try new hobbies. That's a fun one to do. And that's something that not everybody can do if you don't have a lot of free time, if you don't have a lot of extra money to spend on the hobby things that you might need. Some hobbies are expensive, um, but that's that's something that you can do in your free time. Um, writing in a journal is a good way to find your life purpose. So um, I, I'm a really big advocate of journaling. I think if you journal every day, it's it's immensely beneficial. And I strongly recommend getting yourself a gratitude journal as well as a daily brain dump type of journal. Because writing your thoughts out before you go to bed, it's a really great way to let go of the day so you can sleep better. So. Um, and then, yeah, when you, if you want to do a, like a life purpose exploration journal type thing, 
that's another really good thing that you can do as far as journaling. So I'm going to move on to the next aspect here of spiritual health, and that is connecting to a higher power. This is probably the thing that most people think of when they think of spirituality anyway. So it's probably the most well-known way of developing your spirituality is connecting to a higher power. And this is important because it helps us feel loved. It helps us feel protected and important. So whoever or whatever created us surely had a plan or the ability to create something out of nothing. And you, you kind of have to respect that. And whenever you feel this connection in a church or in nature, it doesn't matter as long as you feel it. And so, like I said earlier, many people feel it coming from religion and many people feel it in their own personal way, like from nature. And I'm going to go into more into nature in a little bit. So if you feel isolated and separate from everyone and everything, then you are cut off from life and you will have a hard time thriving. So this is why I think connecting to a, a higher power, whatever that is of your choice, is so important. And there's lots of different higher powers out there. You don't have to you don't have to believe in God the way that a lot of people do. You can even create your own version of God. So there's even there's people that don't believe in anything. There's people that believe in just science. There's people that believe in any one of the hundreds of religions out there. There's people that believe in nature. So whatever it is, there's something out there for everybody. And so if you if you're feeling isolated, lost and separate from the world, that is a good sign that you need to develop your spirituality and find that higher power that you want to connect to. So, as far as nature goes, I'm going to go a little bit more into detail about that. Because I think personally for me and a lot of people um Nature is one of the best ways that you can become spiritual instantly because humans are part of nature. And if you're feeling disconnected, lost, isolated, whatever, and you know you don't have a lot of people in your life, you can feel that connection by just going outside and really immersing yourself. Um, so there's different levels of this. Like, you might think, okay, well, I go outside every day when I walk to my car and then I walk into my job, I'm outside, but it's not the same thing. The, the kind of connecting to nature that I mean is where you do like forest bathing maybe, or you do hiking, or you go swimming in a lake, or you um, meditate in nature, something like that. So like I said, um, we are made of the same elements that are found in nature. And that is why feeling a connection to nature is so vital to living a holistic, a holistic lifestyle. It's, it's really impossible to deny that we are part of a nature. So just because we appear more sentient than rocks and trees, it doesn't mean that we are separate or more important even because Everything is connected, and every it's so clear that being in nature makes us healthier. Spending so much time indoors really cuts us off from all of the energy around us. So I think it's this is like my biggest message is that we need to connect to nature. We need to 
align our bodies, minds, and our souls with nature as much as possible to tap into that energy. And that is how we become the healthiest versions of ourselves that we can be. So um, if you've read any of my blog posts about connecting to nature, um, you you would remember how I talked about fresh air and sunlight being crucial to our health. I also believe being in physical contact with the earth itself is also important with our bare feet. You might have heard of grounding, otherwise known as earthing. This provides some amazing benefits, and I've personally experienced these benefits. Um, in general, as much as you can be outside, the better. Um, if the weather is cooperating, of course. So if you live in a, a climate where you're able to get outside on a regular basis, that is that is ideal. So the next one that I want to talk about is finding spiritual teachers and gurus. So the way that I use the word gurus here, it's not like a cult kind of guru. Um, it's basically just a, someone that you can learn from. It's a, a mentor, a spiritual teacher. I think almost everyone who ventures into the world of spirituality has become hooked on many different gurus and spiritual teachers. And I have talked a lot about the importance of becoming your own guru, but first you have to learn from others. Um, so this is one step beyond learning about spiritual teachings. And this is what this what this guru has to say versus what that guru has to say. Um, because they're all going to be different. So what you just have to do is learn from all of them. Take what you can, you know, take little bits from all of them and what makes sense to you. And that's how you become your own guru. And that's how spirituality is different from religion because you're not just taking everything that somebody says and, and just thinking, okay, this must be true because they said it. It's, you know, kind of weighing it in your own mind and comparing it to what you know your experience of life and you know it's it's important to keep an open mind when you're learning when you're researching and it's important to have a critical mind um i really like this saying um you have to have an open mind but not so open that your brain falls out <laughs> so uh it's it's okay to take what parts resonate with you and let other parts go because there is not a single guru that has all the right answers for you. There is no one philosophy or religion that will have the perfect set of rules for you. Well, there might be. There's a lot of people out there that are diehard Christians and they just, every rule they believe, they'll, you know, is 100% true. But I I don't know. I think if they were a little more critical about it and a little more you know, open-minded, they would think more that th that was really just a set of rules that somebody decided on. So how can they control your life that much? You know, that somebody from centuries ago decided that these were the rules. And I think, you know, the world is so different and people are so different. So I don't think that we should blindly follow everything that's given to us. That doesn't mean we can't, you know, come to love those rules and want those rules. I just think we need to be more critical and open-minded about them. 
So become your own guru, building upon the various things that you resonate with. So just go by how things feel. And keep in mind, this will likely change over the years. Especially once you become, you know, in your 30s and 40s, um, a lot of people really change their religion. Um, so it's important to find like new schools of thought that mesh well with the current ones that work for you. Um, for example, I recently went down um, Taoism, or it might be pronounced Taoism. I went down that rabbit that rabbit hole, and I found parts that work really well that they they kind of mesh well with my pagan and pantheistic views. But that doesn't mean I'm a, a Taoist 100%. It just means that there's a lot of things that make a lot of sense that fit with the other things that also make a lot of sense. So I'm going to move on now to the next one, and that is prayer and meditation. So prayer and meditation are probably the most common practices that are related to spirituality. Um, if you follow a specific religion, prayer is usually involved, but if you are just spiritual or if you follow a general philosophy rather than a religion, then meditation fits good there. But of course, anyone can do either one of these. I heard somewhere, but I can't remember where, but it's always stuck with me. <clears throat> so I like to share this. I think praying is talking to God and meditation is listening to God. You can also insert the universe, the higher power, nature, or your higher self in there in place of God. If you want, you can say, I am talking to the universe or I am listening to the universe. I really think that's a good way to differentiate between prayer and meditation. So like with prayer, you are kind of asking or just expressing yourself to whatever higher power you think is out there. And then meditation is listening for the answers or meditation is also just diving into yourself. And that's where I think you can access your higher self that way because meditation is, you know, you're letting your, your soul speak to you. Um, that's why meditation is so important because you're, you're cutting through the mental chatter. You're cutting through all of the stimulation of the world. And that's, you know, the only way to quiet yourself so that you can bring in the messages from your higher self from the universe. And depending on how you look at it, those two things can or they might be the same thing. If you are one of those people that believes that we are the universe, like if the whole entire, everything that exists is all one big mind, then meditation is talking to yourself. So it depends on how you think of it. So um, the next thing I want to talk about, this is actually the last part, but this is something that I want to go a little more in depth. I mentioned it a little bit earlier, and that's journaling. I, I very, very strongly believe that journals are so therapeutic in so many ways, and using them in spirituality, it's a great tool. And so it's something that I want to talk about in this episode because I really think it's that important. In fact, if you can do any one thing to improve your life, to improve your health, it would be journaling. Um, because like I said, it's 
it's kind of like meditation. It's like talking to yourself. Um, the act of writing your thoughts out on paper, it clears your mind. It calms your mind. It brings on peaceful sleep. It balances your emotions. It improves your mental health. And it opens up the lines of communication between you and your inner self, your higher self, and the universe. So um, I would highly recommend, like I mentioned earlier, that you try to find your life purpose through journaling. Um, that you also do gratitude journaling because if you're anything like me, you realize that in order to build your dream life, to um, expand your spirituality, you need to do journaling to manifest that better life for yourself. So I highly suggest that you do gratitude journaling and try to find your life purpose through journaling. So um, I think that was everything that I wanted to cover about spirituality. And I'm going to just say also that like I mentioned before, I'm going to talk a lot more about spiritual subjects because that is what differentiates holistic lifestyle from just a regular healthy lifestyle. And that's something that I want to dive more deeply into. Of course, um, I am going to make podcast episodes of each one of my blog posts that already exist. And a lot of those do focus on physical health. And they are important because you need you need all three. So I just wanted to say that um, the spiritual the spiritual aspect of holistic lifestyle is my favorite. And you'll probably agree with me once I start diving deeper into those subjects because it's it's so much of different to learn about those things than it is to learn about say like the healthiest way to eat or the best way to exercise because those things feel like they feel like work they feel like you're back in school again and you need to memorize education and facts and stuff and you got to know the best thing and it just seems it's th this is a reason why I kind of moved a little bit away from the physical health side because there's a lot of contradictory information out there but on the other hand spirituality is a personal thing and like i mentioned at the beginning of the podcast it's something that you can create yourself you can create your own spiritual set of rules you can be your own guru and that is where it's empowering it's it's just amazing. It's great to dive into your own spiritual health and actually take control of it. And you can kind of form your own opinions. You can shape your own reality. And so, yeah, I'm going to be going a lot more in detail about those things in future episodes. So on that note, I'm going to end this episode. And thank you so much for listening and I will see you again or I will <laughs> I will um I, I think I messed this up last time too I was gonna say I'll see you in the next episode and then I said I will something about hearing anyway I need to get some sleep so <laughs>
I, sometimes words come hard for me. I, I didn't, I never started being a podcaster. I started being a blogger. So writing is a little more my area. I just, I really started to like talking more once I started making my YouTube channels. So that's why I do the podcast now. So, so thank you so much for listening and I hope to have you on board on the next episode.